0: I'm Marty Dodson and I'm Clay Mills. Welcome to Songtown on Songwriting. And welcome to our Christmas episode. We're going to be talking about a lot of different aspects of writing Christmas songs and getting them recorded. Uh, we're going to give you some information about that that we think will be helpful to you. And we're going to hear some original Christmas music from around the world from our Songtown members. So, Stay tuned. Here's one called Holiday by Sandra DeBalt, Paul David, and Morgan
1: David. Snow is falling everywhere. There's something magic in me. I never ever guessed that I could ever feel this way.
2: Outside, there's a Nazi storm, but in here. Full of joy and love Ha, 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 holiday Ha, 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 holiday Ha, 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 ha.
1: holiday Ha, holiday, ha.
0: Some Christmas music. I'd love to see some new Christmas songs coming out. So I've promised you we're going to talk about why it's important to have some Christmas songs in your catalog. And uh, this is a good example right here. So recently they announced that Mariah Carey's All I Want for Christmas is You, which came out in 1994, had made her $60 million. And if you do the math on that, that's about $2.3 million a year. And the song is only played for about a month a year, which is crazy to think about. But Christmas songs are one of those under uh, undervalued and overlooked aspects of the kinds of song that most songwriters should have in their catalog if you're trying to write commercial music. Because, number one, uh, artists are always coming out with Christmas uh, albums. And number two... While they don't always do a lot of original songs, generally they're looking for one or two new songs per album. And then thirdly, if you do get a song that is a big song for Christmas, it's played year after year after year. And those Those can be one of those, what we call an evergreen copyright, that it just keeps on getting played, keeps on paying, and can bring you a lot of rewards. And of course... The financial reason is not the only reason you'd want to write a Christmas song. Uh, it's also fun to hear your music played, and uh, these days there's lots of uh, Spotify app and Apple Music playlists. Title has those, and so you can also get your music, uh, Christmas music, on those playlists. We'll talk a little bit more about that in a bit. But I would encourage you to make a pointed effort in the next few months to write some Christmas music so that you've got those things in your catalog. One mistake that that writers make a lot of times is that they assume that uh, artists are going to be cutting their Christmas records around Christmas, which is not true. Typically, the artists cut their Christmas records in the spring or the summer because they have to have time to get all the marketing and all the artwork and all that kind of stuff. So it's great to just have those songs in your catalog um, in my database where I write down all my song ideas, anytime I get a Christmas song idea, I just put it in that database so that if I'm in the right circumstance or the right frame of mind, I can write a Christmas song and just have that in my catalog uh, to, to uh, pitch to anytime I hear someone's cutting a Christmas record. Uh, I'm going to give you another Christmas song to listen to here, and then we'll talk a little bit more about uh, the writing aspect and about how to get your Christmas songs out there. So this one is Hear Me Santa by Caitlin Caparral, Joey Ebock, and Marika Hallandy.
2: You only show up once a year So I've been stocking up bottles with Christmas cheer I've got your favorite top shelf that you know so well
0: and sung by Caitlin Caporal as well. She's got a great voice. That's three Songtown members on that song. Alright, so let's talk a little bit more about Christmas songs. Uh, When you're writing a Christmas song, there's basically kind of three categories. There is the um, secular category that's about Santa and snow and reindeer and all those kind of things. Then there's the religious Christmas songs uh, that are about jesus and and the birth of jesus and all that kind of thing and then you have funny christmas songs like you know grandma got run over by a reindeer would be in that category or uh santa baby i would classify as a funny song as well so when you're thinking about writing a christmas song you you take your idea and you go you know which of those categories would it fit in and there have been huge hits in all three so when I get a Christmas idea, I sit down and I ask myself, which of those categories would this title best fit? You know, Does it lend itself to a, a funny Christmas song? I'm going to play you one at the end of this episode that's a, a funny Christmas song I wrote. Um, but you, you sit down, you take your title, and you just say, okay, is this best approached from the secular or the religious or from a humorous aspect? And then I would go study some songs that are kind of in that subgenre of, of Christmas music. Listen to the production. Listen to the, the approach. Uh, look at how long they are, and all those kind of things can influence um, what you do as you write the song. All right, let's move on to another Christmas song from Songtown. Uh, this one was written by Lisa Simmons and Matt Muzakis, and it's performed by Audrey Muzakis and it's called More Than a Baby. was More Than a Baby by Audrey Muzakis. That's a great example of a religious-type Christmas song. So let's talk a little bit about getting Christmas songs placed, pitching Christmas songs, and that kind of thing. So the holy grail of that realm is, of course, that you would get a major artist to record your song, you know, and to do that, you kind of would have to you know, look at realistically what artists uh, do the kind of song. You know, so if you have a very country Christmas song, it's not going to be on Mariah Carey's record or uh, Katy Perry Christmas record. You know, so stylistically, you want to kind of find a fit in some artists that it might work for. And then you want to kind of get uh, the pitch sheets and start keeping an eye out. Songtown, we have pitch sheets uh, available that, you know, tell you if somebody's looking for a Christmas record. Um, but you find out when somebody's cutting and then you find out who you would need to pitch that to and then what I recommend is reaching out to those people saying, hey, I've got one Christmas song that I think would fit this artist really well that you're working with. Would you be willing to listen to it? Um, Sometimes they'll do that. If they don't know you, sometimes they won't, but that's the most business-like approach. But there's also a lot of other ways these days that you can get a Christmas song placed. If you sing at all or if you... Uh, can partner with someone who sings. You can release your own Christmas song, so it's very easy. On com- you know companies like TuneCore and DistroKid and Symphonic will uh, release your song to all the streaming platforms for you, and then you just have to do some work trying to get your song on some playlists. So you can research Christmas playlists, and and you can find the information on uh, who is curating that playlist and request that they listen to your song and consider it. I've had some success doing that in that, um, you know, I can reach out to the curator, say, hey, I've got this one song I think fits your playlist really well. Uh, Always be sure that you follow those playlists because you don't want them to kind of research and go, oh, they don't even know what's on my playlist. They don't follow it. But do a little homework and you can find out some playlists that might work for your song. Um, Another thing you can do is reach out to local artists and early in the year and encourage them to release a Christmas song uh, that you've written. If you, you know, if you have a great song, pitch it to some local artists and say, hey, let's uh, team up together, release this for Christmas, and we can split the master. We'll, we'll talk more about splitting the masters on other episodes, but that's the thing you want to do these days because that's where most of the money is going to come in is on the master side. But you can team up with an artist or a person that does tracks, create a Christmas song, and release that and all share in the master. So there's all manner of, of ways these days to get a Christmas song out. Whether you release it, you pitch it to a big artist, you pitch it to a local artist. Um, but the key to the streaming world is those playlists, you know, and being sure that it, that you share the links to your song on all your socials. The the bigger your social network, the the better your chance of having a lot of people go check out your song as well. So those are some tips of how to get your song placed and how to get your song heard. Now I want to give you another song. So check out The Very Face of Grace by Greg Shively. ¶¶
3: I wonder what it felt like To be the first to see The glory of God come down Lying in a manger Clothed in frail humanity
4: A host of angels
3: all around Singing glory to God in the highest Peace on earth will to men, the very face of grace has come to Bethlehem. Oh, and I wonder, did Mary remember the words the angel said? Among the women of this world, you have been blessed. Suddenly she finds herself with the one true Son of God, nursing at her virgin breast. And she sings, glory to God in the highest, peace on earth, goodwill to men. The very face of grace has come to Bethlehem. Bethlehem, just a little country town Chosen as the birthplace of the king Your name will be remembered As the place the word touched down Every time the angels sang, Glory to God in the highest Peace on earth, good will Men. The very face of grace has come to Bethlehem. The very face of grace has come to Bethlehem. The very face of grace has come to save the souls of men.
0: One little known fact about Christmas records, and this, I, you know, I always wondered why artists seem to pick from the same 20 Christmas songs for every Christmas record. And I know some of them are standards and they're, they're classics, but the real reason a lot of that happens is because if you choose a song for your record that is in the public domain, then you, as the arranger of that song, actually get the songwriting royalties for that song. So those artists are making a lot more money if they are if they are cutting an, an old song that's in the public domain than when they're cutting a new song. And that's why if we're going to get a, a song cut that's a new Christmas song, it's going to have to be a great, great song. You know, I think of examples like mary did you know and tennessee christmas and some things that have gone on to become like covered so many times Uh, if it's a great great song you can get a christmas song placed but otherwise you're you're competing against that public domain where the artist gets more money to to record that song all right i promised you a special guest and we have mike murray from integrity music publishing which is a great uh, contemporary christian music publishing house And he's going to give you some thoughts and tips on writing Christmas music, so I thought you'd enjoy what he has to say.
4: Hi, Songtown friends. Mike Murray with Integrity Music Publishing here. I hope you and your families had a wonderful Thanksgiving holiday and that you're all healthy and well during this crazy pandemic. I also hope that you'll show me some holiday cheer and not sneers as I confess. Yes, I am one of those people who begins listening to Christmas music way early, like right after Halloween. No, we don't put up decorations uh, until right after Thanksgiving, but um, we do kick off the Christmas music listening season at the top of November 1st. Why? Four reasons. Number one, I am much like Buddy the Elf, you know, Will Ferrell's character in the movie Elf. I freaking love Christmas. Second, I grew up listening to the classics from Bing Crosby, Johnny Mathis, Nat King Cole, Donny Hathaway, and more. Uh, the kind of holiday songs that taught a little kid who would one day become a music publisher the importance of great songs being combined with remarkable artistry. Third, I'm a preacher's kid whose grandfathers were also pastors, so (laughs) Jesus, especially the story of his birth in Bethlehem, is a really big deal in my house still to this day. And then fourth and finally, borrowing from Buddy the Elf, I can sometimes be a cotton-headed ninny-muggins who regularly needs reminding of things like Jesus being Emmanuel, God with us. Um, And that name Emmanuel literally translates from the Hebrew to mean God with us. And you don't have to grow up in church like me to know that um, whoever believes in him would not perish but have eternal life. So not to get too preachy, but when Jesus' disciples asked him how to pray, uh, Jesus, uh, in, in the Lord's Prayer, said to pray on earth as it is in heaven. So if Christmas reminds us of anything, it's that Jesus, the Son of God who gave his life for you and for me, is with us now and not just a hopeful with us one day in heaven. So what does all this have to do with songwriting? I'm glad you asked. Writing Christian content, sacred songs uh, for Christmas requires, I think, three things. Number one, believe. Sounds simple, but believe. Um, Scripture tells us that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart, God raised him from the dead, you'll be saved, right? I said I wouldn't get too preachy, but let me at least let you in on the best part. This gift is a free gift, and trust me, you're going to want to take that one if you haven't already. So all that said, there's an element of belief that you'll find Mary, Joseph, the shepherds, the wise men, and I'd even wager the innkeeper who sent them to the stable can teach us about writing sacred Christmas songs that we need to write from places of experience And not just from places of, yeah, I remember something about gold, frankincense, and myrrh in Sunday school. Um, We need to really believe and experience these things for ourselves. And from that place, uh, story songs like Mary Did You Know or Little Drummer Boy, or hymns of anticipant faith like Oh Come While You Faithful, and even childlike songs like Away in a Manger are born. Um, Songs that immediately bring eternal hope to a dark world, just like that Christmas star. Number two, wonder. Yes, wonder. Have you guys seen the film, The Polar Express? If you haven't, please make that a priority. Uh, The childlike wonder in that film is everything. And Josh Groban's song gets me every time that song Believe, even though it's not a sacred Christian song per se, um, that bridge reminds me what this season is all about. It says, when it it seems that we have lost our way, we find ourselves again on Christmas day. So with that film in mind, writing Christian Christmas songs (laughs) definitely requires each of us to tap into that kid that's within each of us, to be that little drummer boy who has a tiny gift to bring. Um, And uh, songs that uh, can inspire you in that childlike wonder could include It it Came Upon a Midnight Clear and even uh, Go Tell It on the Mountain. And last but not least, uh, writing Christian content uh, Christmas songs requires an invitation. Um, History has often been called his story. And you and I both have a part to play in both telling it and inviting others to be a part of it. And the good news is you don't have to go to church every Sunday to extend that invitation. When you write sacred songs for the holiday season, you definitely want your listener to feel invited in, as if you were inviting them to your home to sit by the Yule log, drink eggnog, and sing carols together. But most importantly, to celebrate the birth of Jesus and to find as we sing comfort and joy in him, and also our part to play in the greatest story ever told. Uh, to summarize, as you know, songs from the beginning of time tell stories. If there's anything Marty and Clay want Songtown songwriters to learn, it's to be remarkable storytellers. There's no greater story to tell than this one. And while the world's embrace of this story is loosening with every passing year, you can still count on hearing the gospel message on almost every radio station and almost every store or restaurant, the ones that are even open at this point. Um, And we still need new Christmas songs every year. Uh, I hope this is helpful to you, and I hope you have the most wonderful Christmas with your families. And if you haven't already, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Murray Songs. That's M-U-R-R-A-Y-S-O-N-G-S. Thanks, everybody.
0: And thank you, Mike Murray, for joining us. I hope you found some things helpful that he had to say. He's a guy that, that deals in that world every day. So I thought he would have some valuable information for you. Um, thank you for being with us today. You know, Whatever holidays you celebrate, we hope they're great ones and that you stay healthy and well. And uh, Clay and I wish you a very Merry Christmas. And we hope that you write some amazing Christmas songs so that the world can have some, some new ones next year. Um, follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. We'd be honored to have you. Give us reviews. If you enjoy the show or if you have tips for making the show better, we'd love to hear those too. And I'm going to leave you with a Christmas song that I wrote that's out now called uh, I'd Be Jolly Too. And it is a goofy song, but I hope you enjoy. It brings a smile to your face. This one was written with Wind Varble and produced by Jonathan Helfand from Songtown. Dear Santa You're in the Arctic cold all year Making toys to bring down here It can't be easy loading up that sleigh I feel your pain, brother you know I've always wondered why You got that twinkle in your eye And how you keep that big smile on your face Well, I've outgrown the jingle bells And all those red-nosed reindeer tails You sly old dog, I figured out the truth I'm on to you You may have the public snow. But you ain't got me fooled If I knew where all the bad girls live Well, I'd be jolly too Yes, I would I'm convinced the answer is Hidden in that secret list I think it's time you spread some joy around Give me some. I'll gladly help you check it twice. I'll take naughty, you take nice. I'll keep them company when you're out of town. Yes, I will. I've outgrown jingle bells and all those red-nosed reindeer tails. You sly old dog, I figured out the truth. You may have the public snow but you ain't got me fooled oh no if i knew where all the bad girls lived well i'd be jolly too yeah, all i want in a big red boat is some mistletoe and some ho 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 I've outgrown the jingle bells and all those red-nosed reindeer tails. You sly old dog, I figured out the truth. You may have the public snow, but you ain't got me fooled. If I knew where all the bad girls lived, hey, I'd be jolly too. If I knew where all the bad girls live, brother, I'd be Charlie too. Hey, you don't happen to have an address for, um, Beyonce, do you? Maybe Miley Cyrus? She's kind of wild. You know, sharing is caring, my friend. Oh, no, just, just give me the list. Come on. I've been a pretty good boy.